Welcome to Asking for a Friend, a Park Springs podcast. I'm Taylor, and each week I'll sit down with a godly mentor figure in my life and ask questions with the hope of receiving practical biblical advice on the crazy things this life has to offer. On behalf of my friends, of course. Thank you for joining. All right, welcome back to our podcast. Today's an exciting day because we have a new guest. Woo! <laughs> I'm here with Amanda. She's our new worship director, and she has kindly agreed to be on the podcast this week. Yeah, I'm excited. Hey, guys. Um, so, Amanda, tell our audience a little bit about you and about uh, just how long you've been in ministry, yeah. things like that. Um, so, I have been in ministry for somewhere over 20 years, um, starting like way back in youth group, and I have been in worship in all different ways. Um, you know, currently the worship director here and kind of crazy story. I'm back after having been um, here for 11 years previously, mm-hmm. um, but I've only been back since, you know, August. So I'm kind of a newbie, yeah, but kind of not. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Amanda's really great. I've enjoyed getting to know her so far. <laughs> well, thanks. And we're going to talk today about forgiveness. Yes. So um, I actually sent... Amanda, that's okay. That's totally okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I actually sent Amanda the list of topics and she chose this one. So I was yeah. just wondering like maybe it's, what made you choose this one? Yeah, it's kind of a heavy topic. I think um, it's on forgiveness mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I loved um, that you even had it listed and I thought, you know, some of your topics have been a little bit more light and um, I've gotten to listen to y'all's podcast along the way, but I feel like this is something that is not natural to me. And so um, the Lord has done a lot in my life on the subject of forgiveness. And so it was just, I was drawn to it. Like, how can I help share what I've learned um, yeah. for others who may be struggling with it? Oh yeah. And my friends, not me, but my yeah. friends, they definitely <laughs> struggle with this. I think most people do. I don't yeah. think it is that natural. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Um, so we can just get into it. Yeah. So like, We know that Jesus calls us to forgive, but when you think of forgiveness in the Bible, are there any passages that you think of immediately? Like what sticks out to you? Yeah. um, I automatically thought of, you know, Jesus talking to the disciples and I, you know, I found it, I pulled it up. Um, Matthew um, talking about Jesus talking to Peter. He's asking like, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother if he continues to sin against me? And um, Jesus says, you know, I tell you the truth, not seven times, but 77 times seven. And, and then he gives this parable about, um, this servant who owns, um, his master, quite a bit of money. And Mm -hmm. the master's about to like take away his wife and kid and like really settle the debt. And he begs the master, you know, can you do anything? I will, you know, just forgive my debt. And he ends up having mercy on this servant, gives him, um, freedom, settles his debt. And then the same guy turns around, leaves, and um, sees somebody in the street that owes him. And he's like, hey, you owe me this money. And he does not have that same mercy um, toward this person. And, you know, Jesus is, uh, it's a parable where he's explaining, like, this is the kingdom of heaven. Like, your father's forgiven you much, like, graciously forgiven you. And then now you're going to go and hold and harbor unforgiveness towards somebody else. Mm. Um, But that's, I mean, I think that's so true of who we are and how we... um, struggle with forgiveness and yeah that was the first passage I thought of yeah yeah that's a good one um yeah wow I'm just thinking (laughs) about that yeah I know because you know you think about I think it's easy for us to um look you know horizontally at people around Mm -hmm. us 
and with a mind of justice and seeing all of their flaws and failures and, you know, God's, I mean, even in Jesus's prayer, that's another passage I thought of when he teaches us how to pray, he says, you know, that we would forgive others, you know, as he's forgiven us. And, um, I think that's the first place that I think of is looking at the forgiveness that Christ gave to us Yeah, so much that we've been forgiven and, um, to be able to turn around and give that to others and see others in that light, the way, same way that he saw us, um, in our sin. And yet we were willing to, he was willing to forgive us. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about how, you know, love and forgiveness are just, um, well, they're fruits of the spirit one, but also just, I feel like they're just pillars of the Christian faith, you know, like things that God has shown to us and that we're called to show to others, Christians and non-Christians alike. So I guess I wanted your opinion on just like, if these are so crucial to our belief, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're so central, Mm -hmm. why is it so hard? Yeah. Oh, I think kind of like going back to what we started with, like human nature, it's not natural for me. I'm kind of a justice minded person, which again, this is justice from my own perspective, right? Mm -hmm. What I see is right and wrong. And it's a lot easier to judge others than to be judged um, or judge yourself fairly. And so um, thinking about, and I, and I also have like a a natural self-righteousness bent. Like I grew up as like a goody goody. And so it was kind of this, um, I don't even think I fully accepted and understand the grace and the forgiveness that I was given. Uh, I think I thought I could contribute to the cross a little bit. Like I was less bad mm. than some others. And it was, wow. is that terrible? <laughs> yeah, horrible? No, I, I, I'm in that same boat. That's okay. why I'm like, wow, yeah. that sounds so, a little familiar. Cause I'm a rule follower. And so when I see somebody else breaking a rule, I'm like, okay, that's God. the worst thing. Like that's do. the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then if that rule, so then that's, so that's that justice mindedness for me. Um, and then if you, you know, if they hurt you, so then it's personal. So now it's not only have they broken this rule, but maybe they've broken my trust or they've hurt me. Um, and I think also there's this kind of weird, um, thing that as Christians, um, and I think this is one of the questions you had even thought of is when somebody, um, sins against you, uh, you know, you're taught turn the other cheek. And so sometimes I think, okay, I'm just going to let this go. I'm not even going to address it. I'm not even going to tell them that they've hurt me because that's the Christian thing to do. Mm. And then I find myself actually harboring unforgiveness yes. because I didn't, I didn't let it go. I didn't, I wasn't able, I think maybe you and I were even talking about this. I should have addressed it. Like it's actually Christ-like to um, point out, Hey, that hurt. Like the way that you mm-hmm. said that to me. Um, so I think that's part of um, this whole concept of forgiveness that God's shown to me is, um, you know, you have to address things in the light to even let them be forgiven. Like we could be like harboring unforgiveness that maybe we didn't even realize, or it's unfair to the other person because they didn't even realize that they hurt us. So they've been, we've been harboring, like, we're so mad at them and why would they do this to us? And they're just like happily living their life. Yeah. I feel like that's the case about 90% of the time. Yeah. And then you think you're hurting that person by holding this, like it's some power you hold over them, this control. And they don't, it's not that they don't care. They're not even aware. They're not even aware. Yeah. And I think I'll I'll give something specific in my life. Um, Probably like, oh, I don't know, years ago, 10 years ago or more. I had a friend who um, was very like different than me and very assertive and I was a little bit more passive and she hurt me in the way that she was just kind of domineering in our relationship and I didn't realize it but here I was thinking I was being very Christian and like letting it go looking over her flaws 
And um, I realized that it was actually building in me that I was frustrated toward her. Um, and it kind of blew up, came to a head years later. So like seven years later, I kind of blew up at her. Like, this is how I feel like you've treated me. And yeah, it was pretty ugly of me. And I remember her saying that to me, Amanda, if you, you know, I'm so sorry, first of all, but if you could just one day, hopefully see it from my side that I had no idea that you felt this way. If you had just said something, I would like have, seven years ago, seven years ago. And yeah, the little if, things. Build yes. Up. Then maybe I, I, not maybe I would have apologized and like this, you know, and I remember being, she's so selfish to think that like, this isn't even about her. Like I'm the one that's hurt. And like, it literally took a couple years later, fast forward, another friend, um, doing the identical thing to me. So she just spews like a bunch of hurt and hatred and things that I had no idea that I had done to her. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, that's the first thing I said to her. If I only had known, yeah, I would have apologized and I would have um, asked for your forgiveness. And like, you, it, you could have helped protect you and me from this harm and this explosion. And the Holy Spirit in that moment was like, um, does that sound familiar? That like, you did this exact same thing to somebody else. Wow. And so I think for me, it took the first step of forgiveness was even acknowledging. And that was me needing to be forgiven. And, you know, but then the other person, um, showing me this, that like, whoa, we can't even deal with these things unless we confront them and bring them into the light. And anyway, like I said, I think it's kind of this weird line as a Christian, like we do have to turn the other cheek and let some things go. But yeah, if it's something that is hurting us, it is worth bringing it to light. And And it almost does more harm by you pretending that, oh, it's fine. Right. I think something that I've I've learned is like, if you're going to truly forgive someone, like choose not to address something, mm-hmm. you better make sure that you're yes, over it fully. You really are over it. Yeah. Like you have, even though that person didn't ask for your forgiveness, like yeah. you're forgiving them and you're moving on, yeah. you know, uh, holding people accountable for things that yeah. they, you know, that they have, they're not aware about. Right. That can be so damaging so to damaging. friendships. And it's especially damaging to us. And I know it sounds so yes. cliche that, you know, forgiveness is more about us and even our relationship with the Lord. Um, then even the other person, like, you know, I think one of your questions, <laughs> I keep bringing up your questions, but is, you know, can we forgive people who haven't asked for forgiveness or uh, who are unrepentant? And I think all of us can say that there are people in our lives who have hurt us. I know I personally have had, especially in the last couple of years, just some things that the person has not given me the apology. And I like have rehearsed it in my head, like if they would only <laughs> apologize, you know, um, but the Lord is calling me to forgiveness. And, um, I think, you know, another reason this was even on my mind is I've I've been reading a book by Lisa Turkhurst called, um, forgiving what you can't forget. And if you're looking for a book, it's totally something I recommend because this is a woman whose husband had an affair and, um, they got divorced actually. So this is a Christian woman who, uh, Proverbs 31, uh, ministry to women. And, um, she, uh, went through all this hurt and, you know, hard, things and then ended up forgiving him. They're actually reconciled and back together. Um, oh, wow. you know, forgiveness doesn't always lead to reconciliation. I think that those are actually two separated things that we can't always say, Oh, if I forgive, then I must reconcile because I think there are some relationships that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Um, but that was her case. Um, and one of the most powerful statements in the book that she said to me. So when you're talking about holding things against people is, Looking back in my life, how much do I mark it by like 
things that I was hurt by and tragedies. Like if I would say, okay, one of the things I have five kids. And so like a lot of craziness in our lives. And I would say the beginning of my marriage, um, was marked by who I was pregnant with or, you know, who was, you know, between which baby and all that stuff. So I was marking my life by good things. But then as I've, you know, come across harder things in my life, I'm marking my life by hard things. And I, so I almost like give those things power. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm kind of going around. Um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And so I think <clears throat> when I'm looking back on my life or I would challenge you, if you're looking back on your life to go, man, I'm thinking about that's when that one relationship died. And that's when that one person did this thing to me. And that's when this hard thing happened. And, um, anyway, like I was like really convicted by this idea of how much of my life am I living even in unforgiveness, maybe toward God? Like, mm. I know that sounds silly. Like we're not really to forgive God because God hasn't done anything for unforgivable. I mean, or offensive, but in a way like saying, God, I'm okay that you allowed these things in my life. Mm. And, um, does that make sense? Kind no, of. No. Yeah, letting... that does. Yeah. Like sometimes like when, yeah, yeah. Like, we feel as though God has done something yes. to hurt us. He's let us by down or away, he's, yeah. Lots around it. Yeah. 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 Because there's been a lot of death in my family in the last um, 10 years. You know, I lost a brother to cancer and um, my husband's mom was uh, tragically killed. And so like, then you wonder like, God, have I like held that against God? Mm. Like, have I quote unquote forgiven him? Cause you know, obviously, like I said, he, he doesn't require or need forgiveness in that sense, but yeah. Um, and that can be feelings that we're not even aware of. Right. It comes out in other ways, like anger at other people. Yeah. General unhappiness. Like, yeah. It's like, maybe I'm not letting things go. Right. That's good. And that's, and we all do it too, to a certain degree. That's the do. thing. It's not like, do we have a forgiveness issue? It's like, what things are we what not are we forgiving not? people oh, yeah. for? I, you know, I've been to conferences and stuff before where they'll say, um, you know, is there anybody in your life that, you know, you haven't forgiven? And it's interesting. That's another passage in the Bible that talks about, you know, if you have an issue with a brother, yes. go deal with that before you go to worship present your or gifts, present yeah. your gifts. Like that's, um, is that true? Like every Sunday or every, you know, <laughs> it's like, who do we, I need to forget right, right now? Right. And, um, yeah. And I think it's almost like that humility. I think it requires humility because, kind of going back to having that harboring that control over that person or you think you're hurting them like that's a little bit arrogant like somehow that you um hold that power and so to be able to be humble and be like I you know I can let this go and yeah yeah and going back to like people that don't even ask for forgiveness mm -hmm. I I what I've seen in my life is when I choose not to forgive someone, especially mm -hmm. people that don't ask for it, it doesn't hurt them at all. Like they're right. so unaffected, right. unbothered. And me, like I'm sitting in this unhappiness yeah. every day. Every time I see them, yeah. I feel bitterness. I feel angry. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and for what? Yeah. You know? And not, yeah. Not nothing. Right. Actually for work, for your own health and mental yeah. health. It's like, why it's do I continue? And it's, it's a pattern too. Like even when I have to catch myself doing it and I yeah. usually don't know till I'm really far into it, right. but it's like, why can I just not forgive this person and move on? Right. And not as simple as like, Oh, it's fine. Right. Not, not saying Dismissing it's fine. It and exactly. sweeping it under the rug. Cause that's something that's a, that's goes back to like Harbor, just right. keeping negative feelings, not addressing things. But, um, Something that I've seen in myself, which is like, you know, self-reflection, whatever. I think God <laughs> revealed this to me, but it's like, 
I have a really hard time apologizing to people. Mm. So like apologizing, this sounds bad, but like in my last relationship, there probably, I probably apologized maybe like five times, which like we didn't argue that much. So it's not that huge of a deal, but it's like, I wasn't living the life where I was uh, being aware of how I may hurt people. Mm. And when I did get in arguments with, I see this even with my sister now too. It's like, I'm not the quickest to say sorry. Like, I'm quick yeah. to forgive, but I rarely feel the need to say sorry. I'm like, yeah. why do I have to apologize for that? Yeah. Like, that's you. <laughs> like, oh, you felt like that? Well, I didn't do that. Yeah. That, you know, like, that's right. my default. Right. So, Or, like, the halfway apology. I'm sorry that you felt yes. like I did that thing to you because, you know. Yeah. And in um, the past, like, probably year, uh, you know, since I've been in this cute little season of singleness, you know, <laughs> I've been trying to strengthen those relationships by... Um, just apologizing for things and even things that are small like uh, one thing that happened uh, like I was late to um, like a staff meeting or something but I understand how that may come across as disrespectful like I was really late like 30 minutes but I texted Charlie and I was like hey like I'm sorry that I was late to this meeting and you know I don't want you to think that it's not important to me you know just like apologizing over little things right so that it doesn't produce so I'm not producing those long-term hurts later yeah. on oh yeah totally like I think, preserving those close relationships right and just saying sorry more often because I'm so bad yeah. I'm just like mm. yeah it's funny I'm kind of on the opposite I actually will over apologize sometimes but then I think people should apologize more yeah. does that make sense <laughs> yes so yes, like I'm like me. why are they not sorry like can't they tell that this thing like they let me down in this way and like yeah you know I think I come from a family of like over communicators who we beat a dead horse you know um, to like really make sure resolution happens. And then it's funny cause I married a man whose family is more of a sweeper under the rug. And we always joke that it took Mark three days to be able to apologize. So we'd be like, get in an argument. And then he like, couldn't for like three days. <laughs> that, that is what I like. I'm, I have a really hard time apologizing. Like mm-hmm. it's not natural to me. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but, but like you said, I, I'm kind of like, if we're talking about scales, yours are even, you like apologize a lot. Yeah. And, want, and you want somebody to apologize. For back. me, I rarely apologize, but I want people to apologize <laughs> all the time. I'm like, wait, like, you wait, hurt my feelings. I have, a, I have a mismatched. Um, yeah, no. Even when my friends tell me to shut up, I'm like, where's the apology? Yeah. <laughs> Those probably aren't good friends, by the way. My Pro- close friends don't tell me to shut up. But oh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm also, I've learned this. It's like being really intentional with my words. Yes. So like we said earlier, like, oh, the difference between it's fine and I forgive you. Like um, yeah. communicating to people like, hey, I forgive you. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm still hurt by the, oh, that was one of the questions that we can talk about. Okay. But just saying like you know, saying it's fine versus saying it's forgive you. Like those are, or I forgive you. Those are two, yeah. you know, different things. Totally. But um, that kind of leads into, uh, you know, is it possible to truly forgive someone and still be hurt by what they did? Yeah. I think, you know, going back to this book, uh, the title even, Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Um, she keeps talking about that. Um, first of all, the number one proponent that she has in this book is counseling. So like, counseling through those things when because sometimes maybe the person that you're trying to forgive is has passed away Mm. or um you know it was a deep hurt and um you know there there was something specific in our family too that has happened that um kind of going back to what i was talking about reconciliation like does it require reconciliation when you know you're offering forgiveness to somebody but um i think it is okay to be still hurting in that. I don't think saying I forgive you means um, 
I dismiss it completely. Mm. Um, something that the Lord has really given me to stand on is that he is our defender. And so where I'm letting go of, um, is I'm letting go of the need to defend myself and require justice and punishment for that mm. person. And so saying, Lord, I trust you and your sovereignty that you know that I'm hurt. And he cares about that hurt too. So he's meeting me in this hurt. No longer, I'm letting that person off the hook right. you don't need from that person. healing me. Yeah, They don't need to heal me anymore. So it's like, so letting that person off the hook and then trusting that God in his sovereignty and his timing and his knowledge of their failures, um, like we all have, he will bring some form of, it may not look like justice does, and it may not even look like it ever on this side of heaven, um, you know, but to be able to go somehow, Lord, you're working in this, you know, that person better than I do. Um, you know, and you've heard this term hurt people, hurt people. So mm. that person is probably hurting in their own way too. Um, and it, gosh, even taking it a step further, something the Lord's challenged me on is, you know, pray for your enemies. That's, that's yeah. very scriptural too. So, um, and using that word enemies, kind of a strong word when maybe a relationship has, you know, but actually praying for that person, like, Lord, what is it that is in their life that has caused them to hurt me and pray that they wouldn't hurt somebody else like that too. So, mm-hmm. um, there's so many layers yeah. to forgiveness that, um, you know, I, yeah, I think it is okay to still hurt, but then to not stay there, I think would, would, would be what I can encourage. And I think that's why it's something like counseling, really being vulnerable with the Lord and being in the word, um, <clears throat> and allowing him to heal that hurt um, because it's not condoning what the person did. You know, I think that's part of what's hard with forgiveness is it's not saying it's okay because it's not okay that you did this thing to me in a lot of ways. Especially when, uh, like, yeah, I feel like the things that I'm forgiving people for are very different than, like, you talked about earlier, like, infidelity in a marriage. Right. Like, that's not something you want to excuse or just say, oh, it's okay. Right. Because, oh, you know, I talked about this earlier, I'm a little bit more passive. And so like, where's the line of like letting somebody walk all over me as a, as a doormat, um, bending over backwards for somebody trying to give them, you know, offer that other cheek and be Christ-like to them. And maybe they're not even a believer. And so you like go through the extra mile. Right. I don't think that's biblical. I think there is kind of a line. Um, and it's probably very case by case and all of that because, you know, we're not going to perfectly know where that is, but, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think that something that I've seen too, is like practicing being good at forgiveness with the little thing, mm-hmm. with the little things. I'm hoping that that's preparing me later down the road for bigger hurts. Right. You know? Totally. You know, like being intentional about talking about things and, um, yeah. hopefully I'm setting up good habits. Right. So when something bad does happen, I'm yeah. going to be more equipped. Totally. Just building and those I- good habits of you know, say like, right. and I like that you said too. uh, forgiveness and reconciliation are two separate totally. processes. Mm-hmm. Um, the discovery class here at church, we did a week where we oh. talked about forgiveness also. And that was something that I really appreciated that Charlie went through also, because, mm. um, we need to be quick to forgive, but that doesn't mean that the relationship is restored instantly. Right. And right. I think, especially coming from a non-Christian background, like forgiveness might be, seem like it's saying it's okay we're good right everything's good 
Mm-hmm. But separating those two ideas can be really helpful, especially when it comes to those big things. Right. Not necessarily like, oh, my sister called me rude and I don't right. like when she does. You know, like we yeah. argue about those that are a kind lot. Of, yeah, we should be able to. Yeah. yeah. Not just like words, but like someone does something to hurt you. Right. It's like, you know, I can forgive you and not. Right. Not be ready to, you know. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't even know that you have to like even. You can forgive somebody without saying it to them too, I would say, mm. you know, like it's between you and the Lord. So maybe that's the, the, the relationship that you're not being reconciled to. Um, and I do, I know that reconciliation is a biblical thing, but there, I do believe there are things where it is not helpful. Maybe it's somebody toxic, yes, um, exactly. you know, a narcissist or somebody who it's not going to make a difference, like whether they're, whether or not they, you know, are forgiven, but, um, yeah, I, I think we have to be careful. And, and again, that's where wise counsel, counseling, um, friends coming alongside, somebody who's maybe outside of the situation too, who can say, hey, this was not a healthy relationship. And this, you know, I'm I'm going to encourage you to forgive, but not be reconciled to yeah. that person. So, yeah. And that especially comes into play. Like we were talking about people that don't ask for forgiveness because not yeah. everyone does, but it's no. still important to, you know, for our sake, but also, you know, um, to strengthen that relationship with God and just lean into him more. It's like, we don't, we don't need that person to ask for forgiveness. Right. And yeah. And the really bad things they might not. Right. Which is, it's crazy to think about. Oh, they somehow justify it and think, yeah, it's, it is crazy to think. Um, I want to kind of tack onto when you said that you feel like along the way you've been learning how to say sorry in small ways, which has helped you um, or hope will hopefully help help you. I think another thing that you, Um, can practice and understand is the closer that you are to the Lord, the more you read the word. And, you know, even as a staff, we're going through some, you know, deeper theological trainings. And one of the things we keep saying is the more we know about God, the more we kind of say, wow, I don't know, you know, or we understand our sinfulness in a greater way. So me, you know, 15 years ago, being more self-righteous and, um, you know, holding things against people. But then me now, hopefully in these 15 years, sanctification has shown me you are in fact sinful and requiring forgiveness. So going back to that forgiveness from God to us and how it should help us. I think about the story um, that Jesus tells in the Bible about the woman who's come to wash his feet Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, anoint him. And the the Pharisees are like, gross. Like she, if you knew what this woman had done, you would not let her touch you. And he's like, no. And he tells this story of like, um, you know, the greater the debt yeah. the greater the understanding of forgiveness and understanding yeah. of grace. And so like those of us who have um, strayed or done things and recognize our sinfulness in a greater way, understand grace, grace in a greater way, understand forgiveness in a greater way. And who are we to say who we should and shouldn't forgive? Yeah. You know? And it comes back to that like head truth, heart truth thing yeah. where it's like, there's nothing, that verse that says, there's nothing that anyone can do to us mm. that's worse than how we've strayed from God and disobeyed him. Mm. Yeah. Like the unforgivable this, things. This, yeah. Separating. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. it's just, so that's really humbling too, to think about like, you know, like you said, it takes your husband like three days. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> he's gotten a little faster. Yeah. But yeah. When I do that, sometimes I'm sitting there thinking like, I'm like, why do I not want to apologize to this person? Yeah. Like, what is keeping and me? And he'll say that too. And it's like, and then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, Like, you know, there's nothing that someone can do, or I guess accepting people's apologies. Maybe that's more what I'm thinking of where it's like, 
why can I, why am I having such a hard time forgiving this person? It's like, there's nothing that they can do to me mm-hmm. that God hasn't already forgiven me right. for, or so much more than that. Right. So, it, you know, putting it into that perspective and doing yeah. some self-reflection, it's like, yeah, ugh, forgiveness, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's very humbling. I think that's the thing I keep coming back to because pride would keep us in that place of unforgiveness, I think. And and what's weird is we hold on to it like this thing that like, if we do this, then we're going to be thought of as lesser than, or we're going to look bad. Oh, yeah. But then as soon as it's out and forgiveness happens, and especially in a restored, reconciled way, like, cause it, like I said, it doesn't always happen that way, but when it does like in a relationship, cause actually I don't think I told the end of this story, but when the Holy Spirit convicted me with that second friend who spewed all this stuff to me, I went back to the first friend and said, I understand now. And I am so sorry that that was not fair of me to hold this all against you because now I've seen it has, as it's happened to me. So like the, the flip side of that and, um, and wow, like how it was, that really restored our relationship in a way that, um, you know, and, and she even said to me, you know what? I mean, the Lord actually used even in your spewing and in your hurt, (laughs) he actually did use that in ways that I know were true about me and ways that I have hurt other people too. And so like God works and redeems all of it. And it's beautiful to see, I think, especially as we release it over to him and, and let go of it. I think that's the thing. It's just that letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, which is hard for people that struggle with control. Oh you know, yeah. Like that's... you said you do. And I do oh, yeah. a lot as well. And I it's think... just like giving that over to God and saying like, yeah. And giving it over. I think sometimes <clears throat> it takes more than once. Like, mm. and I think that's okay. And I don't think it necessarily negates the first forgiving. So like, you know, some of the deeper wounds in my life, I feel like I have, I know I'm called to forgive. And so like the first time I maybe did it out of obedience and not, mm. you know, and, but then like I catch myself a week later recycling that conversation <laughs> yeah. or that, that hurt. You're like, maybe, and, I, maybe I don't forgive Right. Them and yet. then maybe like I find myself arguing back with that person. And then the Lord's like, you've forgiven them, like release it again, like forgive them again. Mm. Like, so I think sometimes it is a process. It's not like a one time um, little things, maybe That's it's good. easier just at yeah. one time, but I do think those deeper things, especially the ones that have left us hurt, having to go, no Lord, like I really have forgiven them. I really do. Yeah. Want. Surrendering that even when the feelings of bitterness and stuff come right. back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a good place to end on is just, uh, like, okay, I guess I see this sometimes with other Christians, but also just interacting with non-Christians. Um, like what do you do when someone doesn't forgive you? Because I think this is an area that I, um, you know, like I'm trying to be really forgiving and honor Mm -hmm. God in that way and Mm -hmm. just restore my relationships. But I do encounter people where they are not forgiving. They're not loving in that way. Uh, How do you, how would you say to deal with people like that? That's really hard as a, so I'm naturally a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And I think the first thing I'm like is why, what, what it, you know, what could I have done differently or why would, would you still hold this against me? Um, or even um, they must have misunderstood me somehow along the way, like for them to still harbor this unforgiveness uh, against me. Um, and I don't know that I've ever had somebody straight out tell me, I don't forgive you. Um, you know, I've had people who I think um, either misconstrued something I said or like, think that I need to come back and ask for forgiveness because like I, 
Does that make sense? Like maybe I hurt them um, and I I thought I apologized, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then like they're feeling some other way that like... Or like the way we hold on to bitterness towards others after we've forgiven them. Like you can yeah, feel them doing that I can to feel you. that still. And so I'm like, what, what can I do to make that better? Like what... Um, and... I guess that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. When you've reconciled air quotes right. around it, but right. you still feel that bitterness right. or that relationship is still strained. That's hard. And I would say I even have a, a handful of people I could think of that maybe that's where it is. And unfortunately, those relationships aren't reconciled or restored. And I have often asked the Lord, like, is is there something else? I'd say that's the first place I would go is to the Lord and go, is there something else that I have in this that I either haven't acknowledged, I'm not owning, I haven't apologized for, um, you know, is there something more on my part that I need to do? And I can say in a, in a couple of these relationships, I don't feel that right now. And so it's weird. There's kind of this, again, it's, it goes against my nature as being a people pleaser and against some wanting reconciliation, wanting healing in certain things. Um, and then still thinking that the, these people are holding this thing against me and, and maybe even spewing these things about mm-hmm. me. I have no idea. I don't want to be like paranoid about it. But like um, the Lord reminds me a second part of that is trusting him um, that he is my defender. And so like. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Like he. Like you don't have to fight. I, th- I don't have person. to force it. I yeah. don't. I, I, and hopefully along the way, maybe the Lord will soften them and. um it, it's almost like being okay that it's not okay. And that's hard as a person who, again, control and people pleasing. Like, I want everybody to like me. And so yes, it's like, how do you I not do like me? What did I do? You know, um, so letting go of that, knowing that there are just going to be people who don't like you <laughs> or don't, you know, don't want to forgive you. And though, you know, there's a scripture that says, you know, as long as, as much as it depends on you live peaceably with all men. So Mm. there's, there are two sides to every relationship. And if you really have done everything, you know, and you can honestly say it before the Lord, you know, and pray those prayers, search me and know me, God, is there something Mm. in this that I'm still pride or, um, you know, unforgiveness on my own part? Is there something in this that I, um, a part that I need to own? And if there isn't, it's kind of like a letting go. Yeah. And it's kind of yucky, but you know, knowing that he does redeem things. So you never know something could work out in the end. Um, but yeah, I think that's my encouragement. It would be as, as much as it depends on you to do whatever it is that the Lord's called you to do in that. Yeah. I think that I think I struggle a lot with self-righteousness too. So I get really caught up in like, this is how I feel. This is what I think. But I forget that Mm -hmm. like the other person that I'm arguing with or like I'm observing doing something where I'm like, "Mm, what are you doing there? Right. You know, it's, it, they're going through the same struggle. And I think your defensiveness is not going to win them over. I think that's something that I've had to, the Lord's shown me is that because I want to defend myself too. Like I was really good in debate class. Like that was one of my favorite things. And so I want to like debate people on, their, on why they, why should, they should, you know, like think, me. Yeah. yeah and, I do that too. and the Lord's like, that's not how I win people. And that's not how he wins people over either. Right. Scripture says that it's his loving kindness that brings us to repentance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when he says that praying for your enemy will, will uh, heap burning coals on them, like that actually does more. It's like that upside down nature of the kingdom. Right. You know, um, it's so foreign to our natural, uh, ways that we want to fight and defend 
And um, I hope that in the end that will win out. Like, you know, in a, in a more recent kind of um, unfolding of a, of a relationship, that's what he kept calling me to is humility and washing feet. And that mm. picture of how Jesus is um, just the ultimate picture of humility and that he washed these dirty, nasty disciples' feet. And he's this pure spotless lamb, right? And so like even me, who is not a spotless lamb, <laughs> um, that he does call me to lay down my sword. It's actually a lyric in a song that um, I'm writing. Um, and allow him to do the work in the other person, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. is very hard. Yeah. Wow, I think that we got some good stuff in here. <laughs> I th- I think so. I hope so. I hope it yeah. made sense. Forgiveness is really hard. And there's it so is much hard. we could say it's about so it. It's so layered mean, and so thick and so yeah, every relationship, every um hurt is different and Yeah, but it's so crucial too, like for for our sake and yeah. for our relationships with others, yeah. and our relationship with God, you know. Yes. Like we're forgiven, we need to forgive right. others. That's the ultimate for I sure. I know. And it's yeah, but it, it's it's tough. It can be it tough. It is. We want to be our own little gods and our own little judges that say who we should and shouldn't forgive. (laughs) Right. That's, that's where I get caught up. Or like, I love just, something I do is like dispensing, like, or I guess demanding forgiveness from others. I'm very good at that. It's It's like, like, you should apologize to this person. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or like, you should apologize to me. Or like, why haven't you done, it's like, just like, let God do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love doing that. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) no, I like it. It can be every, you know, every weakness can be a strength. And like I said at the beginning, sometimes it is healthy to bring those things to light and be like, hey, this hurt me. Um, But yeah, doing it in a Christ-like way. (laughs) We might have to do an episode on reconciliation too. Just completely separate. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of leave that one out. Yeah. But But, thanks so much. This was great. And I hope that this helps people. Yeah. I hope so. All right. Thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please email us at askingforafriend@psbible.com. If you're interested in learning more about our church, visit psbible.com. Bye!